Night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Underway for a Wednesday morning. It's already Wednesday. I love four-day work weeks. Yeah, I'm with you, my man. I'm I wish with you. that with all the idiotic moves that Biden makes, that he would uh, make the uh, idiotic great move to just make everybody mandate that everybody works a four-day work week. I mean, I could, I could get with that. I could, uh, I could certainly find my my way to uh, work less. Mm-hmm. Well, you wouldn't work any less. You'd you'd work four tens. Which I'm perfectly fine with to get that last eight hour day. Well, off I'm not going to lie to you. It's football season. It's six day work week. Unless <laughs> that's true. The Broncos are playing on a Friday. Yay! That's good news for you this week. And I actually get a whole weekend. I'll be watching a lot of football this weekend. Um, and we've got NFL starting tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Who's who's tomorrow night? I'll have to. Damn look. it, Rick! You're supposed to know this stuff. I'll look. We'll have it by by six fifteen. How's I that? do. I do know the Monday night game is of interest, even though uh, I'm not sure how good one of the teams is going to be, and it's of interest because you're going to hear it right here on six seventy KBOI. As a matter of fact, you will hear all the games that the Seattle Seahawks play, or at least show up to um, all season long. You'll hear that here on six seventy KBOI Monday night. Russell Wilson. Returns to, what is the field in, I can't remember what the field is called in Seattle. Anyway, they, it's the 12 uh, field. they return to, uh, he returns to Seattle. Coincidence? No, I think not. I think the NFL did this on purpose as a scheduling quirk and I said, they probably yeah, did. <laughs> let's, let's put, uh, let's put Russell Wilson's first game that he has to play against his old team that he played for for 10 years. Let's throw some, some fan gravy out there yeah. in week one for Russell Wilson and, 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 the boys. And, and, and while we're at it, let's, uh, let's do it on Monday night. So we got a lot of eyes on it and have the only, uh, game being played. So, uh, yeah, that's coming up on Monday night. Once again, you'll hear all the action here. As you heard, Rick, just a few minutes ago, Friday night action. You'll hear that both on 670 and 93.1 FM, Boise State. Has a lot to prove coming up here on Friday night. You kind of hate to say that. You have a lot to prove playing New Mexico. Yeah, they do. But they really do. This is a, I, I hate to say, this early in the season, game number two, this is a must win for Boise State. Oh, I I think every game from here on out, it, it's a conference game as well. It's the first game in conference. Mm-hmm. That's why it's uh, a must win. Boise State has done really, really well in their opening conference games. I think they're 20, 20 in a row now, the opening conference games. So, yeah, I mean, I, I have I have better expectations for Boise State in, in this game. Um, I'll caution everyone. Rocky Long is the defensive coordinator now at New Mexico. Much, that is a much improved big, ball club. Big upgrade, yeah. Yeah. So they're not going to be a pushover, and you shouldn't expect them to just lie down like we've seen some other New Mexico teams that have just been really, really bad. That's not going to be the case here. So keep keep that in mind. And I'm I'm just saying that because you have to temper expectations. You know, if the thought is we're just gonna steamroll New Mexico because we have I don't passed. think I don't think that's the case. Not anymore, not with Rocky Long being there, because you know his teams are very, very physical. Now he's the defensive coordinator, not right. the head coach, but there that always has something to do with it, you know. Well, and and the, quite frankly, they run an offense that has always given Boise State troubles. Now, granted, Air Force runs it way better than 
New Mexico ever has. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a lot more disciplined. Um, and the problem in the past is that usually New Mexico had to outscore their opponents and uh, very difficult to do it with the offense that they run. Yeah. So it's not a passing offense. So um, if Boise State can get ahead, well, maybe, they're, they're going to look a little different, New Mexico, this year. And I'm going to do my deep dive on them today. I, I haven't seen a lot of tape from New Mexico, but just from what I've heard from coaches, yeah, they, they look a little different than they have in the past. Um, they do have a transfer quarterback from Kansas that it, he's a running guy, but he can't throw it a little bit. So, and he's seen, he's seen some, uh, some big opponents too. Mm-hmm. I was at Kansas. So, yeah. you know, it's not going to be nothing. Uh, also tonight, are you, are you ready for fantasy football draft? Yeah. Yes, I am. Fantasy football, uh, tonight, my final league. I had my, uh, third fantasy football draft last night Mm -hmm. so i got practice for a snake draft okay um tonight um the uh chef wally just cater at fantasy league he's our sponsor of our league and thank Mm -hmm. you chef wally for sponsoring that again not only is he sponsoring it he's making food for everybody at rick worthington's house so come on by that's right everybody come on by that he'll make plenty of food (laughs) as he is known to do (laughs) um so our uh, fantasy draft will be uh happening tonight huge thank you to chef wally um, he's done this for what seven? Oh, this is I eight think, years. I want to say this is the eighth year of our uh, Fat Guys Fantasy Football League, which Some, is now not the fan, Fat Guys Fantasy Football League yeah, because Fat Guys has their own league. Just now. cater it by Chef Wally Fantasy League. Correct. Um, some of the who's who of sports in the Treasure Valley, and then. Uh, I get to be involved too, but some right. of the who's who of That's sports right. in the Treasure Valley television broadcast podcasts uh, mm-hmm. all are involved in this league, and uh, somebody has to die basically to get into the league. Yeah, so. that's what we've said. By the way, I I got to give ups right now to our friend Chris Lewis. Chris Lewis, who did Bronco game night with me for years, you've heard him do mm-hmm. Bronco. He's doing national uh, stuff now, isn't he, he? He is. He's he's done. Uh, he's been the guy right behind Bob Beeler for play-by-play at Boise State for quite a while. And so you would hear him do the women's basketball games for years. Um, he is doing the television broadcast for Boise State, New Mexico. Really? Yeah, yeah for, for CBS. For CBS. Yeah. Very cool. So I'm really excited. I'm going to get him on the on the tailgate show with Prater and I. I'm excited to talk to him. That's His very career cool. has really yeah. taken off. Well, he got to do the Olympics. He got he to did do the, the both football uh, and basketball last year for NCAA two networks. tournament. Yes. He got to do the NCAA tournament. So if you listen to certain games, there he was. He worked in this building before, and there mm-hmm. he was calling games for CBS on the NCAA tournament. And he is still doing games for us. He's still the number one guy for Boise State women's basketball. His regular gig now has been doing tv broadcasts and as i understand it nbc cbs uh have been sharing him a little bit so very cool i'm really excited yeah, for him and his I'm very career excited for him He's too. such a good dude um we continue one more it looks like one more day where we have the heat advisory in effect it's going to be near 100 uh, again today with all that smoke all that heat all that humidity and then uh, it looks like we're going to be cooling down a little bit 
uh, uh, head into tomorrow. So that's uh, going to be really good news. Um, we are uh, just comfortable inside here. We might have to turn up the air conditioning a little bit if that's <laughs> a, a good thing. We're not in California, or we wouldn't be allowed to do that that's right true. now. That's true. Uh, we will talk a little bit about that. And and by the way, as much as California is going mm-hmm. um, through their heat problems and electricity problems, uh, Idaho is also at uh, peak for electricity. So they're asking that if you can do your best to help save on electricity. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up here this morning and some of the ridiculous things in California uh, about now having to save electricity because they don't have enough because of some of the stupid stuff that they've done in the past. Hopefully the rest of the nation is looking at California and going, oh, well, we don't want to do that sometime in the future. Um, our phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Time for our uh, first check on sports this morning with Rick Worthington. It's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli, the place to go for lunch. They're open every day, Monday through Saturday, both locations, East Boise and in Meridian, beginning at 1030 in the morning. Uh, by the way, you know what the soup is today, right? No. It's Wednesday. Oh, that's what's Wednesday, the, What's yeah. the Wednesday soup? One of their most popular. I keep forgetting. that I said it was Wednesday, and I forgot it was Wednesday. Jalapeno bacon potato cheddar. Yay! It's delish. My favorite. All right. Uh, by the way, we were talking about the NFL. The NFL season does kick off Thursday night. Finish all your fantasy football drafts today or early tomorrow, and then get your lineups in because the Buffalo Bills and the world champion Los Angeles Rams will oh, be playing. That's a good game. It is on NBC, by the way, the first game of the year. I know that we've seen that on NFL Network. A couple of times it's been, you know, an ESPN game only. This year it is an NBC game. Now you'll know where to tune in. Here's to hoping for a shootout tonight because I have uh, Cooper Cup in my draft last night and I also had uh, Josh Allen. Tomorrow night. Or tomorrow night. Not tonight, tonight, tomorrow night. keep forgetting what today is. It's a full NFL slate, by the way. Uh, And anybody who wants to try and gamble on NFL games, just remember you can't do that in the state of Idaho. You have to drive all the way to Ontario. (laughs) Or know somebody that knows a website, maybe. But, uh, hey, I digress. I don't think you can even do that with a VPN. I was looking at FanDuel last night. My brother and his (laughs) friends that I'm in fantasy football with in California are all playing. They're like, Rick, get in. You, no, I can't do that because I live in Idaho. You can't do FanDuel. You, you can't do FanDuel, but... You can't do you, any of the you, gambling sites. Yeah, you can. Well, you're not supposed to, <laughs> you're not supposed Mr. To. Breaking the Law. Breaking I'm the not, Law. I don't. I do not bet on sports. I am a horrible sports better. Fantasy football is the only sports betting. And the NCAA tournament. Brackets. I, that, I those gave are up history, betting but. at the sports book specifically because fantasy football kind of took that away from me. You know, mm-hmm. a way where I can invest a little money at the beginning of the season yeah, with friends and not, then not lose a whole bunch. You know, it's like NFL squares. It's an easier way to do that. In any case, I promised you guys I would tell you the NFL game, the first game in the in the book will be Thursday night, Buffalo and the Rams. And then there is a full list of college football games for both Friday, Saturday, and then of course no college on Sunday because we have NFL starting. KDY yes. News Time is six eighteen. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Psych. It's not uh, Chris Walton this week. He is taking the week off on vacation. Rick Worthington is filling in. 
So it's uh, Casper and uh, Rick. Phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670. New Verizon Wireless, if you want to get through to us this morning, you can also email Mike at KBOI.com. Don't email Chris at KBOI.com because um, he's not going to answer you. He's on vacation. All right? And you'll just wake him up. So email Mike at KBY.com. You can also text us, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Police asking for help locating uh, the people uh, involved in the shooting last week. And I know you've reported on this shooting in a Napa parking lot of a business left one person dead last Thursday. The victim identified yesterday, 24-year-old Jose Flores of Caldwell. According to the Nampa Police Department, they believe that uh, his death may be... uh, Involved gang shooting. Really? Yeah. Nine officers responded at 8.51 to a report of a shooting at that business in Nampa. According to the release, police said they located a male with apparent gunshot wounds. Officers and paramedics attempted life-saving measures, but he died at the scene. Nampa police said an investigation led them to believe that the shooting was gang-related, but they do not believe Flores was directly involved in that altercation. Second man suspected of involvement with the shooting took a private vehicle to a local hospital for these treatment of non-life-threatening gunshot wounds. That's where you f- look for people who might be shot and be getting treatment for their wounds. Yeah, yeah. So they're easy to find. However, Nampa police have speculated, speculated that four other crimes, including three shootings, could be related to this shooting death of Flores. They said in a release that these could be... Uh, including drive-by shootings in the area and an aggravated assault on Caldwell Boulevard. For any information, you're asked to call Crime Stoppers. I knew uh, this happened uh, almost immediately after it happened because my son happened to be at this business at the time eating. Wow, that's not really fortunate. And he was not allowed to take his rental car home with him that night. So apparently the body fell about 10 feet from his car. So police would not let him take his vehicle home that night. He had to leave his vehicle there. Huh. Um, in did case he, did were, he have insurance on the vehicle? Uh, I'm just saying, maybe that would have been a good thing. Probably not. Holes. He was afraid. Yeah, he was afraid that there were. I bullet, mean, I'm making a joke on no, something that's no not bullet, very funny. No but. bullet holes, but he they they said no, you're not going to be allowed to take your car. So he had to find a ride home to his uh, okay. dad dad's house. Okay, that night. So once again, if you have any information on this, uh, police are asking you to either call the Nampa Police Department or Crime Stoppers. Um, to share that. Once again, our phone lines are open as we get underway with this Wednesday morning. Uh, Dow Futures down 100 points after being down over 80 points yesterday. The sell-off continues, uh, I believe, today. It's official. I believe Jeremiah Bates will be back. We'll be talking about your money coming up here in about 45 minutes. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Well, I know this is uh, kind of your day, uh, Rick, because you do like a, a cold beer. I do. I'm I not sure had one in a while. But... I'm not sure we're going to see Nate Shellman this afternoon because this is a national holiday for him. It it's is. Almo- it's almost a religious holiday as much as he likes beer. 
Okay. Today is uh, National Beer Lovers Day. It's Beer Lovers Day. Beer Lovers Day today. Why would you do that on a Wednesday, dummies? I I think it's the same date every year. It's one of those things that they don't make it. They should. They should make it on a Monday after a weekend so that you can have a three day weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nate wouldn't have to take the middle of the day off. Uh huh. <laughs> well, that's imp- yeah. I've I haven't been able to have a a good beer for a while. That's it, right. You're doing, has, you're doing the whole diet thing. That's yeah. I've been uh, dieting for, but it's working for me. I know. I good mean, for you. You're you're looking you're looking skinny. It looks like you're almost wearing your kids' shirts now. It feels like I'm wearing uh, shirts that are like four sizes too, too, too big. big for me right now. Good for you. I started at two sixty five in February, and that's as heavy as I've ever been. And I I think I weighed in. Well, this morning I was two eighteen. So wow. So I've dropped some lbs. You've dropped a person almost. Well, at yeah, least a couple a kid. of bowling you, balls. You've, you've dropped yeah. a kid, that's for sure. Yeah. Good for you. Feeling better? I do feel better, but I, I miss uh, I miss a cold beer, though. I'll tell you that for <laughs> damn sure. Well, just don't eat anything today, and then you can have your cold beer on National Beer Lovers Day. Yeah. Just well, to attempt to do that. I mean, I, I do understand the idea of drinking your calories. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I did a lot of that this weekend. <laughs> Um, Sadly, I did too. It was <laughs> six forty-five. Phone lines are open at two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. You can also email us, Mike at kboi.com. Time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli, the place to go for lunch. Get in today. One of their most popular soups. And once again, I know it's going to be hot today, but the soup is so delicious you won't care. Jalapeno, bacon, potato, cheddar. And this is the way I I get it. I suggest you do the same. Instead of putting crackers on top, ask them to chop up a bunch of crisp bacon and put that over the top. It's mm mm-mm good. Oh, Mike, you're killing me. Just talking about my diet, crying out loud. All right, Boise State opening up Mountain West play. They'll do that on Friday when they travel to Albuquerque to take on New Mexico. Last season, when Boise State beat New Mexico 37 to nothing, the Lobos were down to their third-string quarterback. This season, Kansas transfer Miles Kendrick is the signal caller. He threw for 170 yards and ran for 40 more in their 41 nothing win over Maine. Coach Andy Avalos says the Lobos are much improved. It's a variety of uh, spread with uh, some of the traditional uh, pistol or gun triple looks that they've had in the past. We see some speed on the field. We see an O-line that is, looks different from last year. And obviously they got a transfer quarterback that's come in to operate um, their offense. Against Maine, New Mexico rushed for 267 yards as a team and threw for 170. Kickoff's going to be at 7 Friday night in Albuquerque. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. And that means pregame gets started at 2 o'clock here on News Talk KBOI. 2 o'clock? That means Nate Shellman doesn't even have to work Friday afternoon. That's correct. However, he works Friday morning. He is getting up early to take over yeah. for you since you have to work Friday yeah. afternoon. So I'll be in with Richie Brockle for Bronco game day starting this, at 2 o'clock. This is just stupid dangerous. I know. 2 o'clock, Richie Brockle and I will uh, be here until 4. And then at 4 o'clock, Mike Prater and I will do... The official Bronco Tailgate Show. And that'll take you up until 6 o'clock when Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender take over and then kick off at 7 o'clock, all right here on News Talk KBOI. One thing, and I apologize because I wanted to talk about this yesterday, but news that happened after the show on Friday. I wasn't here, but you were there. But um, a monumental shift in college football was voted on 
and it could affect the Mountain West big time. You're talking about the 12-team playoff? Yes. Um, We need to talk about that sometime this morning, too. So um, stick around. Phone lines, once again, open, still on the way for you. Go ahead and want to get a $50 gift certificate to La Peep in Meridian. Hang around. Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. We'll let you start working on that coming up in about 10 minutes. Day from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Chris Walton is off this week, filling in. Rick Worthington, thank you, I Rick. I apologize, and you're welcome. <laughs> Cards and letters. Care of Rick Worthington. <laughs> KBOI. Um... Our phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you are uh, listening from anywhere in the world, as a matter of fact, and we have received emails from all around the world, um, to, uh, 1-800-529-5264. That's toll-free from wherever you might be listening. So feel free to uh, give us a call. You can also uh, email mike at kby.com. Don't email Chris. He's on vacation, so all you'll do is wake him up. Uh, you can also uh, text us, same as our main number, at 208-336-3700. One of the things we talked about yesterday um, having to do with uh, education, what did you uh, want to spend your rebate money on? You know, because those are going to be those checks are going to be out here probably uh, before the end of the month, mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks. That'd be some, nice. Some of you, uh, if you're looking for, you know, maybe filling up with a tank of gas, you're going to get $300, and you'll be able to fill up almost a full tank of gas if you have one of the big tanks. Well, you can fill up yours and your significant others, and everybody will make out well. Yeah. Uh, Kathy uh, writes in. Um, we didn't get a chance to get to this yesterday, but she writes in an email, Mike at KBOI.com. Since the majority of our tax overpayment to the schools shouldn't it reflect as a reduction, we pay school taxes when we pay our property taxes. It's great that everybody gets a break, but how about those of us that have purchased homes and are constantly penalized through the increases in value, especially our seniors on fixed incomes? I would be absolutely 100% for at least senior citizens getting a reduction in their property taxes going forward. How is little going to not overtax Idahoans again? We, we don't know. Businesses are doing so well. People are doing so well in the state of Idaho. That's why you're seeing this much money rolling into the government. Because you're right. It's too much. There should not be a $2 billion surplus, it seems like, every quarter to six months. Mm -hmm. So some of this going forward is ongoing tax cuts. We told you yesterday um, when the story came out last week after the uh, legislature voted to pass it, and it passes immediately, um, that you get the rebate. Now, that's a one-time thing. That won't be happening even though it's happened three times in the total now in the past. But an ongoing uh, tax cut from 6% to 5.8%, that is for everybody Mm -hmm. who pays taxes. And everybody who pays taxes will also have the first $2,500 5000 if you file jointly, that will not be taxed on your first $2,500 in income. That's all going forward until the legislature decides, oh my gosh, we have a deficit. We got we to gotta increase taxes again. Let's hope that never happens. I hope not. Um, but as far as the property taxes, everybody is with you. I'm with you. I think, Rick, you think your property taxes are way too high and have been going up way too fast? Well, my, my taxes have continued to go up not based on the percentage so to speak but the 
you know, anytime your house increases in value, you got to pay a little bit more on what it is you now owe. And the problem is that you always run behind on your taxes. Mm-hmm. So your your tax, we all know that property values over the last couple of years here in uh, Idaho, especially in the Treasure Valley, have gone up, what, 20, 30, sometimes 40%. And that's what your house, your appraised value is based on. Yeah. And if the, as we are seeing now with the uh, housing prices dropping here in the Treasure Valley, that's going to take a couple of years to catch up on. So you're still going to be paying at that higher price, even yeah. though your house is worth less. That's right. Now, every year since I, I've been here at KBOI um, for the last three legislative sessions, and you one have. of one of the most talked about things, and it happened before. I was, you, you were here before I was here. Yeah. You know what the legislature and everybody wants done. You want property tax relief. It's brought up every single year, and yet every single year, nothing happens to it. I don't know that lawmakers in idaho know what the heck to do i if there was a simple answer i think that simple answer would have come out in some way shape or form but when it comes I, to tax i get cuts, the general idea yeah they they don't know how to fix that it's when a it, property tax issue and how do you fix uh, are you going to lower the rate of taxes well we, we've seen that a little bit here but that's that's not going to get you all the way home when your property value is increased half again what it was four years ago. And the legislature can't do that. That's done by the taxing districts. Sure. But there are things that they can do. And one of the things I think most people would be in favor of, and I know I'm getting closer to that age, but... Yeah, give it to me. What what are you going to do? Something that the legislature can can do is make exemptions for people of a certain age or, you know, breaks from people of a certain age or a certain income of a certain age to where they aren't losing their homes anymore because their houses are paid off, but they can't afford to pay the property tax on a fixed income. Sure. Because so their property you're tax you're, has gone up so much. If you're over 65 and certain you've income lived in level. Idaho for a yep. specific number of years, yep. let's let's reduce the, uh, you know, let, let's give you guys some type of more substantial break yeah. on what it is you have to pay, and on a or cer- maybe cap it at a at certain, a certain income. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, if you're if you're you know a multimillionaire and over sixty five, you're yeah. not worried about losing your home. I'm talking about you know the people that are on fixed incomes. They've worked their entire life to pay off their house. They've paid off their house, and now they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to move because I can't afford to pay. Yeah, what the property? Those people are the ones that I'm. That's something that the that basically that the legislature can do yeah. and can help out on property tax rates for property taxes. They can't. And I, I get it. It's, it's very convoluted. My, my mortgage went up, I think about $300 over the last mm, four years based on the appreciation value of my home. Mm-hmm. So it started out somewhere just under $900. And then, you know, was it just over $1,200? most recently, and it has everything to do with what the increased value of my home is and what the tax is based on what your home value is. So I understand that people that have been living in one place for a long time still owe money on their home. That's how that works. Yeah. I want to get to this phone call before we get to sports here real quick. Uh, Dylan Boise, thanks for calling us up. we got about a minute here. Hey, good morning, fellas. Um, Hey, Rick, 
Yes. Good point. I'm glad you brought up the mortgage thing. You know, after the Dodd-Franks and all the thing that happened in mortgage crash, when you go to a mortgage, man, they put the ratio scenario on you so hard about whether you can afford it or not, and none of it takes into consideration tax. It's, uh, it's, it's really... It's bad. It's bad for people in security and mortgages. And one other quick point, um, the reason why they can't fix the problem is because once the government starts taking the money, they can't give it back. Stop giving the government money. Um, they, they cannot pull from their different little sources that they've been giving to, to to relieve it, and they just keep needing more. So just stop inflating the government. Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Once again, I'll reiterate the thought that I gave yesterday when we were talking about this near the end of our show. Um, The legislature meets beginning the second week in January. If property taxes continues to be the one thing that you're concerned about, don't just sit there and bitch about it. Call your legislator. They're the only ones that are going to be able to do something, and if there's enough people complaining about it, then they're going to have to do something about it. And if not, in two years, we have another election. You can fire, but let let. I mean, I, I think everybody's in agreement. It's one of the the most on top of mind awareness things for the upcoming legislature um, coming up this coming session. So, I don't know. I don't know what your confidence level is that they'll actually do something about it this year. Well, it, they said it was their number one priority last year, and that failed on that. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Um, well, they they did a little, but I don't think it went far enough. And I, I don't think it, it helped the people that it was supposed to help as much as it was supposed to. Um, so, once again, call your legislator. All right. It's time for a check on what's going on with sports. Fat Guys Fresh Deli, the uh, sponsor of our sports. Uh, get into Fat Guys Fresh Deli today. You want to check out the menu before you go? Hit it up, fatguysfreshdeli.com. We'll start off with the Seattle Mariners that Mike likes to talk about all the time because it looks <laughs> like they're going to be a playoff team. 99% chance of making it. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the call here on Cairo Radio. The stretch and the 2-2 swinging a pop-up into right field. Over toward the line goes Gavin Sheets. He is there toward the corner to make the catch. Tagging at second. Heading for third is France. A long throw to third on a couple of hops. France is safe at third. The ball gets on by Moncada. The back it up on the play is Cueto, but the ball gets on by Cueto. And into the camera well. <laughs> ah, and bummer. France is going to be sent home. And the Mariners have the lead. One to nothing here in the bottom of the fourth oh, inning. Man. The White Sox have been a train wreck this season. They were supposed to be the best team in the American League right next not, to the Yankees. Not so much. Not so much. And the old one to Cal. Swing and a drive. Deep to right field. Going and going. Goodbye baseball. Cal Raleigh, you did it again. Number 23 on the season for the big catcher. Mariners beat the White Sox by a score of three nothing. Best catcher nice in baseball by right by the way right now. Best in baseball. Yeah. Wow. Defense and he's only a second year guy. Twenty three home runs and he hits him big time and he uh, stopped a rally in the seventh inning. Threw a guy out at second base mm-hmm. that uh, would have had the tying run on in scoring position. Threw him out trying to steal. Mariners are 77 and 59 right now. They're 10 games behind the Astros. That's because the Astros are the best team in the American League record wise, 87 and 49. Uh, Yankees are 81 and 54. It looks like they've righted the ship for the most part, starting to hit the baseball a little bit better. But yes, the Mariners look like they are going to be a postseason team, a 99.5. 
percent chance of making the playoffs <laughs> as of today. So Mariner fans, get ready to see. Look, September baseball is where it's important, and your team's playing good right now, and the pitching's starting to get even better. Yeah. So buckle up. Let's see how it pans out. KBOI News Time is seven eighteen. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 724, talking about your money once again. Nick Daniels, I believe one more day before uh, the slacker Jeremiah Bates is uh, back. Complete slacker. All the indexes are down ahead of the opening here in a few minutes. However, uh, today I want to talk about all you Apple fans looking forward to a, a new release from Apple today. Yeah, it's a big deal. So Apple's calling their release the far out release this month, and it's coming out today. So they're expected to release the iPhone 14, probably going to have four models, right? Uh, two different sizes. Still and then, on, of course, the you Ap- the Pro, on the, the Apple Pro 6. <laughs> Still on the <laughs> Apple 6. Oh, man. So here's the thing, though. But here's what investors are going to be looking at, right? They're going to look at um, how much the prices are going to increase over last year's models. So right now, the last year, the iPhone 13 started around $999. Um, they're guessing that the iPhone 14 is going to start at $1,099, so wow. it's a $100 increase, which is crazy for a phone. Now, most people are going to spread that over, like, whatever, 30 30 months of payments added to their cell phone bill to make it palatable. But the the reason why we're looking at this and investors are going to look at this is they're saying, okay, how aggressive is Apple going to be at raising prices? And do they think they can get away with it? Now, understand this, like across Apple's range of products, the pro models of all their offerings, that's their biggest profit driver. It accounts for roughly 54% of Apple's revenue since 2020. And so we're looking at this as an indicator of even though interest rates are rising, even though inflation is still high, can companies like Apple continue to produce a profit on kind of their bread and butter items? It's one of those sayings, right? Like you get rich in the niche. Apple understands that their their target market is the people that are wanting these pro models of everything. And so as we watch Apple throughout the day and you know over the weeks to come as these as these models launch and actually reach the market if their sales of these pro models which is their bread and butter continue to do well it's an indicator that in spite of everything that the fed's doing right Americans and globally you know consumers are still finding a way to buy what they want <laughs> to buy not what they necessarily need to buy I, I was I'm just gonna doing- say you really can't complain about inflation and not having any money if you're trading in your phone and rushing out to buy a th- new thousand dollar phone oh exactly exactly it's it's all about this like it's <laughs> people people are honestly we're pretty simple at our core if it's new and shiny we want it <laughs> and so, so that anyway, that's what we're looking at. I mean, it, these are indicators. So far, it, I'm sure Jeremiah has talked about this before, but right, there's a difference between the markets and the economy. Um, the economy is people buying things regardless of of what the markets are doing, and and that's that's the tug that the Fed is actually experiencing right now. When there's good, uh, when there's good market. Uh, commentary out there, the Fed says, hey, then we can stay aggressive because look, as aggressive as as we have been, it's not really affecting the markets yet or the economy yet. And, And that's this 
this push-pull, this give-take that's right. going on right now. All right, uh, Nick, we'll get uh, an update from you about an hour after the stock market opens up. NASDAQ's up just a tad. Everything else is down as of right now as far as the futures are concerned. And then, of course, uh, we'll get you at the close of business today. Thanks for filling in uh, for Jeremiah. He'll be back tomorrow, correct? Hey, nice job. That's it. All right. Thanks, Thank guys. you, Nick. <laughs> It's 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Chris has the week off. Rick Worthington filling in. Hey, look at that. The stock market opens up. Futures were down, but now the stock market's up 115 points. Well, hallelujah. Oh, wait a minute. That's what we did yesterday, too, and ended up the day down. Knock. It wasn't too long. It had fallen about 200 points. Negative Nancy over I, there. I, right now, kind of negative because of what's happened over the last seven well, days I, I on get the stock it. market. Still, the Dow is at over 31,000 points. I yes. mean, it's not, the sky is not falling. It's not been it's getting lower. terrific. But it's getting lower. I mean, might, I'd like to see it at 33 again. Yeah. I'd like to see it back up to 39. That would be good. Yeah. Get everything back to where it was. Hey, uh, it is uh, 7.45. Time for a uh, another check. Final check this morning on uh, sports brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli, the place to go for lunch. Why do you want to go today? Not only the best sandwiches you're going to find anywhere, not only 30 different sandwiches to choose from, but also one of their most popular soups today, jalapeno bacon potato cheddar. Get in today. Two locations, East Boise off Gowan and in Meridian off Wells Avenue. Well, we're getting set for Boise State football on a Friday afternoon. That's right. We'll have pregame starting at 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon with Bronco game day. And then uh, Bob and Pete will take over for the kickoff at 7 o'clock when they take on the Lobos in New Mexico. And the Broncos are looking to start conference play 1-0 for the 23rd straight year. Lobo defense was near perfect in its season opening win, 41-0 over Maine. They allowed just 118 yards in total offense. The Lobos employ Rocky Long's 3-3-5, and that's tough to read. Bronco coach Andy Avalos is expecting a tough challenge. Up front, their personnel and how fast and, and uh, physical they played. Their linebackers, you're going to see a lot of movement from their linebackers. Front adjustments and changing up windows underneath. You can just see the overall uh, confidence they have in their defense uh, being in it this year and, and just watching their first game. The Broncos have won 22 straight conference openers and are 11-1 and against the Lobos, including 5-0 and in Albuquerque. Kickoff is set for 7 Friday night. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. I know people are down on Boise State right now because of how they played against Oregon State. I don't blame you for feeling that way. But we'll know a lot more after Friday night. Either the Broncos will right the ship and show everybody that, hey, what happened was a fluke, or we're all going to have, you know, when's, a when's lot the last more time? Questions. And I know you haven't lived here that long ago, but when is the last time that you said game number two of the season for the Boise State Broncos was a must-win game? I didn't, see, I, I don't know if any game is a must-win game. This in, one, in if number you, two. If you if you lose to New Mexico, your your chances of winning the yeah, you're Mountain right. West Championship goes yeah, out the window. I don't know about that. There's still so much season left to play, but it's a road game. New Mexico is way better than they have been in past years. Anything can happen. I don't look at anything as a must-win game, but it's definitely a game that you should get. 
The Broncos were predicted to be the number one team in the Mountain West again this year. Losing this one and falling 2-0 to begin the season, that would be really tough to swallow. KBOI News Time is 747. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning and welcome to a Wednesday. Chris Walton has a week off. Rick Worthington is here. I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for listening in. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless uh, is the numbers to get through. If you want to partake in the show, please feel free to do so. Uh, you can also email Mike at KBOI.com. Send us an instant message through our fan page on uh, Facebook. You can also text us at uh, 208-336-3700. 336-3700. Richard and Boise writes in, Hey, Mike, correct me if I remember this wrong, uh, that when KBOI started its FM station, we saw cast on FM now at 93.1, in case you didn't uh, know, um, you announced that any sport content would be on the AM side, and for people not interested in sports, you could just switch to the FM feed to hear the normal content. Both yesterday and today, I heard you say games would be on both feeds. I generally listen to most sports stuff and usually just pull up the AM station. Did not even try out the FM side. Why the change in playing sports on both feeds, Richard and Boise? Um, actually, we never said that football would be separate. We said that football from the get-go contractually has to play on the AM and the FM. So that's that's a contractual thing it's with the field thing, sports. Man. Yep, we're the so flagship. So it has to play on the AM. It has to play on the FM. That's why sports at uh, KBOI for football is played on the AM and FM. Now everything else, unless it's super big, of course. Like if Boise State gets into the NCAA tournament, I'm guessing again um, in basketball, you might hear that on both. But um, for the most part, you're only going to hear it separately. When uh, we have sports, for instance, the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night, that's a big game, but Seattle Seahawks will only be played on 670 KBOI. If you want to hear regular uh, broadcasting, then you uh, listen, as you just mentioned, to to uh, 93.1. I wanted to bring this up uh, real quickly this morning just because it's something important when it comes to people around you. Something happened on a uh, Tulsa news station this uh, past week. Uh, one of the news anchors... Julie Chin suffered a stroke on air. Yeah, I saw this as well. Take a listen. The Tulsa, our, the Tulsa Air and Space Museum is hosting a launch uh, today at the at the at the event. Um, the event features uh, live. Uh, I'm sorry, something is going on with me this morning, and I apologize to everybody. Let's just go ahead and send it on over to meteorologist Annie Brown. Julie, we love you so much. We love you so much. So there she was, and uh, she immediately went to the doctor, and she was indeed suffering from a stroke. Now, I bring this up uh, because a lot of times if you are suffering from a stroke, you might not realize that you're Mm -hmm. suffering, but people can see it. Um, There's a thing called fasts. Um, that are signs of the stroke. And, And the reason why you think fast, it's because that four things spell out what you look for. Face drooping. Does one side of the face droop or is it numb? Yep. Ask the person to smile. If the person's smile is uneven, 
that's a sign, warning sign. Yep. If they have arm weakness, that's the A in fast. If one arm is weak or numb, ask the person to raise both arms. Does one arm drift downward after they raise it? Um, that's a warning sign. S stands for speech difficulty, as you just heard there. Now, her face wasn't drooping or anything no, like that, but her, her speech was was definitely off. Um, that's another warning sign. And then the T is time to call 911. Here's here's why it's important. If you see somebody, it's, it's not something you want to wait on and go, I'll just go sleep it off. Or I'll, I'll just wait for a little while. People survive strokes if they get help immediately. I've had to be the person that says, hey, mm-hmm. you need to go to the hospital. I was listening to that. It was before I worked here. I was listening to you guys when that happened. I was uh, in your chair filling in for Paul J at the time. And I'm here with Chris Walton. And we had gone to dinner the night before. And I didn't notice any any problems. But apparently... Chris was having a, a, an issue with Bell's palsy. It wasn't diagnosed at the time, but he came to work and he couldn't talk out of one side of his face. And it, his face didn't seem that droopy, but it was a little. Yeah. When he smiled, I, he couldn't I smile. At him and I, full I was smile. like, a half hour into the show, I was like, Chris, we need to get you out of here, man. You need to go right to the hospital right now and find out whether or not you've had a stroke. And I remember his, you know, Debbie was here at the time as well. I'm. Yeah. Grabbed her and like, let's go. Anyway, that's why I wanted to bring that up this morning for those of you. Scary be on the lookout yeah. for it. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't we blame love you. Chris. You yeah. Know? Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the listen live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 807, good morning. Welcome to the eight o'clock hour. Stock market is still up. Uh, Dow future or Dow future started out down this morning, but since the stock market is up, been trading in the green, which is uh, good news. Eighty six points to the good as of right now. Standard and Poor is up, also as the uh, Nasdaq is up today. Keep your fingers crossed, and maybe we'll hold the whole day there. Kind like the last few days. Yesterday we started out good, and then uh, by now we were down a couple hundred points. Couple hundred points. Couple hundred points as of right now. Yesterday. Ended up the day down only 86. Still down oh. again for what? Seventh day in a row? Sixth yeah, day in a row? It's been down. You know, the, the stock market is such a roller coaster. I mean, just when you know something, it all changes. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many years I've sat here and looked at the stock market and said, I just wish I knew why it was doing what it's doing and how to. Did you'd be a multimillionaire? Yeah, if you could predict it all the yeah. time, you wouldn't have any problems at all. If you can manipulate the stocks, well, good more power to you. Talked about property taxes uh, a little bit earlier this morning, and you know not being included in the special session of the legislature. However, Governor Brad Little said on this show when we had him on here a couple of weeks ago, there will be money that the legislature can use if that's what people want to do. And once again, I want to reiterate: if you want property taxes. Something looked at for property taxes. Call your legislator. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got months to do it before the legislature legislature can reconvenes for the regular session in January once mm-hmm. again. So let them know. Don't just sit there and complain about it. Let them know so that then they know that you don't like it. And if enough people call, they're going to do something about it. And and we take calls all the time here. We've heard over and over that people want something done with property taxes. Leanne writes in, uh, Mike, Google circuit breaker. There is already a tax relief for seniors with limited income. Yeah, it, it doesn't go far enough. The limited income is based on people who are living in poverty. And there are people who are not living in poverty. It's just that they don't have enough money 
extra money to pay for their property taxes. Their houses mm-hmm. is paid for. They're just barely getting by. They don't qualify for the circuit breakers. I'm talking about those people who don't qualify for the circuit breakers. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it seems to be it seems to be the level of income that Joe Biden seems to like. As long as you're not making over two hundred thousand dollars, sure, or one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, three hundred thousand living. It needs to be raised. I don't know what that level is, but it's got to be above the poverty poverty level because there are still people that are falling through the cracks on that. That's my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I mean, I get the idea of why you would you know look at a circuit breaker. And tax system is so confusing as it is, mm-hmm. but I mean, I mean, if you look at from the legislative position, what can you actually do? to make it so that folks that are otherwise going broke trying to keep up how can you actually make it so they can they can get through the the month every month part of the confusion I mean, if if inflation mm-hmm. is what it is and you can't turn around legis- you can't legislate what's going on with inflation no you can't you can't fix it at the state level also part of the confusion at the state level is people think that the legislature can do anything they want when it comes to property taxes to lower your property that's taxes. not true they can't it's it, that's done issue. by the county taxing districts there are certain things you know uh on the outside that, that they can do to help they cannot lower your tax rate no they, they can't, can't lower your what you pay on your property taxes that is a local county and they also problem. can't go to senior citizens and say we're going to give you more money you know that that's that's a state, not necessarily a state issue. That's always something that's handled with, you know, federal. What you're getting in every year, what you're getting every month, your pension. I mean, they can't fix that. Text message: tax based on what is financed for. My house is worth what I paid for it, not what someone says they're willing to buy it for. If it's not for sale, it isn't worth what they say. I think there you're getting into what prop what was it proposition two whatever in California you lived there for a while what was the proposition that they have that your house is is basically always worth what you paid for it until you sell it I don't know my head's all full of garbage because it's football starting (laughs) on Thursday (laughs) I I don't even recall prop two and you have fantasy football I'm just being honest (laughs) (laughs) I've got more things on my mind than you you can ask me but I I could look it up I suppose. (laughs) You know. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon warrants if you want to get in. Uh, still on the way. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more um, about the story you just uh, did for us um, having to do with uh, another hearing Ammon Bundy didn't show up for that he was supposed to show up for in court yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, also, we got to talk a little bit about you know news that came out this past Friday, and it was after the show, so we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet, but it's a monumental shift. Uh, You knew this was probably happening, but however, you probably didn't think that it would happen this soon, maybe as soon as 2024, that Boise State, not, not the way they're playing now, but Boise State's path to making a national championship could get easier. And I bring this up because Boise State is one of those teams that they talk about along with TCU, that could have made a national playoff during the years with Chris Peterson here when they were finishing you know, in the top five, um, finishing in the top ten. And 
I'm wondering, and this is this is something that I'll ask you about when we talk about this again. Okay. Um, if this will slow down the talk of expansion in the college football ranks, and, and I'll, I'll say why I think that that's the case, and uh, get your opinion. You can also weigh in too. That'll be coming up more about that. We'll talk about that. Plus, Pride Fest weekend is coming to Boise. You might be surprised at what Pride Fest is going to be bringing to Boise having to do with children this weekend. We'll talk about that and see what you think about it. That's also on the way. Right now, time for a, another update on Bronco Sports Today. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. And this is the Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible Question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, opening the doors to the world from here in Idaho. Call today, 208-888-4128. Joyce is going to get first crack at our question and the $50 gift certificate to Le Peep in Meridian. Joyce, apparently the reason that American Express created its famous black card was because of a request from a celebrity for a special card when the person was uh mx spokesperson they asked for the special card so they made the black card specifically for this person by the way this person was given the very first one also i think that particular person is still on the payroll could be i'm pretty sure who is this celebrity joyce i think it's jerry seinfeld Oh, you you boy, think it is, but is is that your answer? Could it could it be? Yeah, that's my answer. That's, that's your answer, answer, Mike. Jerry Seinfeld is correct. Wow, good job! <laughs> In the late nineties, he asked for a special card for himself, so they made it, gave him the first one, and decided, hey, this is such a beautiful card, we're going to make it available for anybody who wants one. Well, you have to qualify, of course. But Joyce, congratulations! Fifty dollars gift certificate, all for you, for La Peep. Have you ever been to La Peep and Meridian? No, I haven't. I uh, just moved to Idaho like three months ago. Where, where, I, I hate to ask this. Where did you move from? Washington, but the east side. Welcome to Idaho, Joyce. <laughs> I like to hear that. But the east side, not the west side. I came from the east side. <laughs> which, which, by the way, is just as bad as California. <laughs> oh, I hope not. But I didn't drink. I, I, I didn't bring that loading with me. Thank All you, right. Joyce, and welcome to Idaho. And welcome. Thank you for finding uh, six seventy and ninety three point one FM KBOI. It pays off for you this morning with a fifty dollars gift certificate to the Peep. You're absolutely going to love it. Hang on the line. We'll get some information from you. Don't forget, by the way, the Peep this Friday. Peep. Special deal. That's our half-price deal of the week, the KBOI Sweet Deal of the Week. If you would like that $50 gift certificate and you don't have a chance to win it this week for free, you'll be able to get it for half-price coming up Friday morning, 25 bucks. Sells out very quickly. Make sure to go to KBOI.com right before 9 o'clock. Get registered, set, ready, refresh, and then purchase your gift certificate for half-price from La Peep. Stick around. Our phone lines are open right now at 208 336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you want to get through, you can also email Mike at KBY.com. Text us. Same as our main number. Um, The uh, Pride Festival happening in Boise uh, this year. For the first time this year, they've uh, added one special event for children. We're going to get your input on what you think about that on the way uh, coming up here in a few minutes. So stick around. It is 826. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
Happy National Beer Lovers Day. I haven't heard yet uh, if Nate's going to show up for his show this afternoon because this is his Christmas. This is his Easter. This is his Thanksgiving all rolled into one. He's not that big of a beer fan. He, is he? Oh, yes, he loves he loves his craft beer. I mean, beer. I'm not saying he doesn't like craft beer, but he's it's not like he's brewing his do own, I, right? I, no, he's not brewing his own, but do I need to remember before the uh, business closed down when he, he and his wife spent every Sunday uh, watching football and drinking craft beers? Well, who doesn't do that? I don't. You don't watch don't, football and drink craft beer? I don't go down to the bar and for 12 hours at a time yeah, drinking but you don't craft have beer. To, that's a great thing about craft beer. They put it in bottles and growlers <laughs> he, he, and bottles. He, he loves him. Some, and some and bottles and stuff. You can, you can like take that stuff home, Mike. This is his national holiday today. Okay. Yeah. Well, so you might want to get him your, something. You might want to get him something. For it. I'll take your word for it. Get him something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, for crying out loud, the half Jewish portion of him can't even celebrate Christmas. So that's kind of why this is a big holiday for him. Right? <laughs> you have a quizzical look in your face. I'm just... <laughs> how do I respond? I'm not. I think not responding was maybe the best solution there. So, uh, Phone lines are open at 208 Good for you for stepping in that one all on your own, Mike. 3,700. <laughs> pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can call us toll-free 1-800-529-5264 from everywhere you might be listening this morning. You can also email Mike at KBY.com. Don't email Chris. Uh, all you'll do is wake him up. Uh, he is on vacation this week. Rick Worthington is filling uh, in. I, until yesterday, when I saw this article, the Idaho Statesman, and then I saw a whole bunch of people posting about it on social media yesterday afternoon, had no idea that this was a thing. Kids, talking children here, mm-hmm. preteens, Drag queen contests. Children's drag queen contests. I bring this up because Boise, Idaho, made national news again yesterday. The Daily Mail, Idaho's largest city and capital, is hosting a Pride Festival, which they do every year. Um, I think they took a couple years off for COVID. Uh, But it is coming up this weekend in downtown Boise. This year's Pride Festival will feature a children's drag queen show sponsored by several major corporations according to the festival website pride boise and boise three-day lgbtq all the other letters you need to add there uh event happening this weekend features activities such as drag story time where drag queens tell stories read stories to kids and other people drag kids a drag show performed by kids age 11 to 18 which encourages festival attendees to come cheer them on as they bring drag to the younger generation according to the pride website the event is sponsored by um several big names including fred meyer wells fargo citibank target courtyard by marriott and walmart hmm. ymca university of idaho and procter and gamble are also listed as major sponsors sponsors of the pride festival on their website Several sponsors, including Amazon and DoorDash, will have promotional tables at the festival for the uh, Pride guides that will be available to uh, pick up this weekend. Mayor Lauren McLean made a statement yesterday, I think kind of in response to a lot of the social media that was starting to take off, um, came out after the story appeared, but this was her statement on Facebook yesterday. This is her quotes. I am proud to celebrate with our LGBTQ plus community at the Boise Pride Festival. Boise Pride, a community-led celebration of embracing who you are and loving who you are, has grown to be the second largest Pride 
celebration in the Pacific Northwest. I applaud the organizers, uh, organizers who have planned a weekend full of positive, inclusive event for all ages. We must show our kids and teens that they have a home here, that we are welcoming them, accept and support them for who they are as they are. Boise is proud to be a welcoming community, striving to ensure a safe, equitable, and inclusive city that celebrates the diversity of people who live, work, and play in the community. We embrace and will fiercely protect the fundamental dignity of all. Don't have a problem with any of that. Okay. Uh, My question is, do you have a problem with uh, kids' drag queen contests and if you're wondering what it is there's actually um, there's a couple of television shows there's a competition for dra- drag kids there's also a uh, preteen documentary of preteens with a passion of drag queen coming from different towns for big events who knows maybe they'll be at this one Drag Kids, it's a feature documentary following four preteen drag queens as they kind of pursue their passion for drag in their hometowns. Um, and they're from Vancouver, Montreal, uh, Spain, and Missouri. And then they all come together for one big group show at Pride Montreal. It's an incredible outlet for self-expression. It's really artistic. It's really creative. Um, and it lets them explore different parts of themselves. These kids have had access to this incredible art form that they didn't know about before. So now it's really inspired all of them. And and they love it. Like, they love the dressing up. They love the lip syncing, the performing. It's, yeah, a real passion for these kids. They've all- I've been to uh, Pride Fest here in Boise as part of my job. Mm-hmm. Work there. It, I, don't, I don't know a lot about the inner workings. I don't know about the Drag Queen for Kids contest. I do know that if I don't like something, I just don't go to it. I'm not going to be going to Pride Fest this weekend, mainly because I have a golf tournament that I'm playing in Saturday and Sunday, so I will be missing out. However, if I didn't have that golf tournament, I still wouldn't be going. Why not? Just, I, it's not something for me. It's not my taste. You don't have to uh, be gay in order to support it, Mike. I didn't say I didn't. I, no, I, I know I you're not. I'm yeah. saying that for those that, for instance, there I are a it. lot. I don't of, have. I don't have any problem with. Are you guys going to be going? But I don't plan on I don't plan on going, but it doesn't mean I don't have to support those that are homosexual. I don't have any problem with them holding the festival here in Boise. Matter of fact, I 100 percent think that it's really good for the economy because people are coming here and they're spending their hard earned money. That money goes right back into the community, pays for taxes, et cetera, et cetera. I don't I don't necessarily know how I feel about. Kids and drag queens, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 18, okay, and it's 11 to 18. I think uh, I think an 11 or a 12-year-old who knows that they're gay can celebrate it just fine. I do know for a fact, this is my opinion, so I can say for a fact, Okay, you know, if I had a child who was LGBTQ, and they were 11 years old, they would not be participating in this event. My own child. Okay. Would not happen. Now, if they were 18 years old, 19 years old, and want to participate in this event, more power to them. But I, for the same reason, if I had an 11-year-old that wanted to be at a beauty pageant, wouldn't let him participate in an uh, 11-year-old beauty pageant either. I don't have any problem with that at all, Mike. I, I think that's a, you know, you're right as a parent to help make decisions for your children until they are of age. And, you know, I can get with that. 
208. I'd be okay with that. 336, 3700. What are, what are your thoughts? Like To me, once again, as a parent, I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't encourage my kids to do it if they wanted to do it. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Pride Fest happening in downtown Boise this weekend. Um, but, man, based on social media, there are some people that have a problem with this. Um, what are your thoughts? Go ahead and weigh in. You can also email Mike at KBOI.com. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pounds, 670 on your Verizon wireless local event happening this weekend. Fairly big, well-attended event in the uh, past. First time, I believe, that it's been held in uh, September. Usually it's been held in June, but it's going to be going on uh, this weekend. And just wondering what your thoughts are. Pride Fest, it's been happening for quite a while now, but one of the new things happening this year is a uh, children's drag queen show. And just wanted to get your thoughts. This is your local community, what you think about it. Paul and Nampa, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Morning. Didn't we just have Gay Pride Month? Yes. And about this, how long ago was that? Uh, whenever Gay Pride Month happens. Yeah. I don't know. I just find it to be a little bit much. Um, I guess I guess if you want to indoctrinate the next generation of victims, just keep going the way you're going on that that note. I don't understand what you mean by that. Okay, well, how old are these? How old are these children going to be on the stage? Eleven to eighteen. For the oh yeah, for the um, specific drag kids show, yeah. Yeah, I just think that's inappropriate. All right. And then when they get to school, then they're going to tell all their friends, oh, I got to dress up like a girl, and, and uh, I get to do some funny, weird things. And then what do the kids do at school? They want to become that, too. So we're going to have a bunch of girly men running around. Is that what the object is? Uh, that sounds pretty derogatory to me. Could be. Yeah, pretty much. Of a, it could be a stretch, too. I don't know. Don't have an answer for no, it. I'm, I mean, you're... Your description of that sounds pretty derogatory to me. Thanks for the call. Um, Matthew writes in, I applaud the uh, organizers who have planned a weekend full of positive, inclusive inclusive events for all ages. Unless the article that I read is incorrect, then I do not think that children, when you say including all ages, should be included in a drag queen show. I think that's, and a lot of what I saw on social media yesterday, that's what a lot of people, you know, were saying. And I said the same thing. I don't have a problem with Pride Fest. Go down. Show your pride. I don't care. Bringing money into downtown Boise. Spend spend money. Help out with the tax base, the local community. Um, People get really caught up in the idea that I can't support this because I don't agree with homosexuality. And I understand that it's, it's a deeply religious thing for many people. For other people, it's just bias. It's just hate. You got to work away from that, folks. Um, JT says, hey, nitwits, it's called grooming. Thank you, JT, for those uh, nitwitic words. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Um, what do you think? Are you perfectly fine with a uh, kids' drag show this weekend? That's specifically what we're talking about. Pride Festival's been going on for a long time. A lot of people go every weekend. If you don't like it, don't go. 
But there's one new thing that's happening this year. And we're just getting your thoughts um, from our local community. We'll take a break here. Um, we've got news coming up here at the top of the hour. And then we'll get to some of your phone calls and emails. You can also email us, remember, uh, email Mike at KBY.com. Don't email Chris today. All you'll do is wake him up. Yes, still at this time. He's on vacation this week. More of your phone calls and emails coming up. Don't go away. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Drag Kids, it's a feature documentary following four preteen drag queens as they kind of pursue their passion for drag in their hometowns. Um, and they're from Vancouver, Montreal, uh, Spain, and Missouri. And then they all come together for one big group show at Pride Montreal. It's an incredible outlet for self-expression. It's really artistic. It's really creative. Um, and it lets them explore different parts of themselves. These kids have had access to this incredible art form that they didn't know about before. So now it's really inspired all of them. and they love it like they love the dressing up they love the lip syncing the performing it's yeah a real passion for these kids they've all that is a uh, summary from the documentary television show drag queen or drag kids sorry or preteens with a passion for drag queen competitions come from different towns for a big event in canada and the drag kids if you are interested in uh, watching it, it, is offered on Netflix. We're talking about this because we have an event coming here. Very popular event in downtown Boise. It happens uh, every year. Pride Fest is going to be going on this weekend. One of the things that is new in uh, Pride Fest this year that seems to be causing a lot of consternation and upset people. I noticed it on social media after reading the story yesterday. Somebody had posted about it, and people were going off. And that's the... Kids drag show, 11 to 18 years, encouraged to come down and participate and watch children in a uh, drag show. And we're wondering what your thoughts are on uh, that particular part of what's going to be going on this weekend. Mayor McLean has weighed in on it, supporting everything having to do with Boise Pride and the LGBTQ plus community, the Pride Festival. Your thoughts, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Randy and Meridian, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, how are you guys doing this morning? Hi, Randy. Thanks for calling. Doing good. Good. Hey, uh, weren't we told that we couldn't have a 4th of July parade? We weren't told we couldn't have a 4th of July parade. The people who put the 4th of July parade together for over a decade retired. So you can't tell me that there wasn't anybody else that wanted to do this. It's quite an expensive yet, event to put together. We've got these guys. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I, you know, to each their own. But to bring it out in the streets and shove it in front of the kids and everything else, I think that's wrong. So you don't have a problem. And, you don't uh, have a problem with Pride Festival per se going on in Boise this weekend, right? Right. I'm de- as long as keep it within their own homes it does not need to be out in the streets in front of kids in front of people and i understand most of the people down there are there because they want to be but still there's going to be a lot of people that are probably in town that are going to see this and if you've ever watched these whatever you want to call them on tv that where they're performing and stuff 
I, I just don't see where young kids should be any part of it. Well, it's it's. I'm not sure what you mean uh, performing. It's just just people. It's just people in a parade. Just people, Rick. It's people that get out there. They dress up. The males. They start doing the splits. They start making suggestive moves. Have you not watched any of this? Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've seen some of it, but it's they're just people. They're not having sex yeah. with each other people, in the middle of the street, man. It's not like there's nudity. There's no nudity or anything that goes on. Not that I'm aware of. I've I've been to a few Pride Fests and I've never seen any naked person. No. Okay. I mean, well, just, they're just, they're going to fly their rainbow flags and they're going to talk about love and. You it's, think that's all it is, Rick? But here's the thing. Oh man, you're as dumb as the wall. No, I'm Thanks. not as dumb as the wall. I'm telling you, I've seen the parade and I don't see anything like what you're discussing. He just hung up. Well, that's so. okay too. I mean. Hey, we don't we don't mind having conversations, but just because we don't agree with you doesn't mean, you know, we're wrong or you're wrong or we're right. We're just giving opinions here this morning. I didn't see anything disgusting on the street when they when like they I said, I've parade. been to, I've been to multiple. I've never seen a naked person there. I've no. been there. I've been there as part of my job when I worked for another radio station. No. We were there as and working. And like I said, it's not my thing. I w- wouldn't necessarily go. But there's a lot of things that I wouldn't go to that have nothing to do with the LGBTQ community. I just wouldn't go. And I think you know that's your right to either go or not. Nobody is forcing anybody to go to this thing. Our question specifically is, what do you think about, this is the first time that they've had the kids drag show. And this has to do, this is a local event. This is something going on in our community. That's the only thing that we're asking about this morning. If you don't like Pride Fest, don't go. It's that easy. Yeah. Kent writes in, uh, Mike at KBY.com, there was a day when people who encouraged children to engage in sexualized behavior were arrested and charged with child sexual abuse. The days are coming where pedophilia will be considered and promoted as an acceptable alternative lifestyle. Wonderful that Idaho is headed down that road to be recognized as the children's transsexual capital of America. Maybe we will find a future specialty license plate that celebrates this deterioration of uh, society. I'm feeling the sarcasm. I'm feeling the sarcasm there. Yeah, I, I, I admit that I would have a really hard time allowing my child to participate in an event like that, a drag queen event. Yeah, I would have a really hard time with that. But also it it comes down to how you want to support your child and the lifestyle that they've chosen or lifestyle that appeals to them the most. And that's where it gets into a really gray. Oh, my gosh. Gray area. No kidding. Does a does no an eleven year old know, you know, and and I'm not saying this is what from me, and that's that's the argument to get from from people. It's like does an eleven year old even know at that age? Well, are, are they able to deal with whether or not they are gay sure. or straight now, or I can only should be speak, sexually active? Whatever. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Mike. I can only speak on these issues from personal experience, and as I'm a straight man. I can't speak to that in any particular way other than from my own experience. But I can, I can tell you about others that I know who are gay 
and how they might feel about it. You know, I, I'm not telling you you have to go out and support. No, you have. Pride it's Fest. a it's a free country. Boise, Boise, for whatever you think is still free part of America. Sure, <laughs> you can do it or not. And and I'll say this: my godson is gay. Came out a few years ago. I don't feel any differently about him, but I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. He never competed in a drag show, so he's not gay because of some drag show no. that he participated in. No. I knew from a very early, early age, a friend of mine was gay. Long before he was able to deal with it himself. This kid that I grew up and went to church with my whole life, literally from the time I was in kindergarten all the way through college. And I could tell you, I knew he was gay even when we were little kids. Before he could accept that he was gay, we all knew he was. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a physical choice that he made. He was just gay. Gordon, New Plymouth. Good morning. You're on Newstock KBOI. Hi. Good morning. What what that gentleman just said about his friend that knew he was gay from from early childhood. Yeah, I had, I had a friend like that too. He wanted to explore me when he was five years old. You know, <laughs> but the the celebration of sex sexuality in public is just bad taste. Even if it wasn't gay, I don't approve of. Um, sexuality being displayed by children in the beauty contests for children. I don't approve of the... But anyway, the problem for me politically is the Democratic Party is so desperate for support, I guess. You know, they, they the gay communities across the country have found a home in the Democratic Party, but the Democratic Party is unwilling to stand up to certain aspects of of that community, especially like the trans uh girl athletes democratic party needs to stand up against that and if there's a a gay pride affair where people are undulating and displaying kind of close to nether regions of their body and acting in a sexual way you know democratic party needs to stand up against that Uh, now let me let me ask let me ask you gordon you know because you're, you're another person that has mentioned you know acting in a sexual way and undulating or whatever have you ever been to pride fest here in boise no, I've heard conservative right-wing radio talk show hosts late at night telling me that this is what's going on. <laughs> so, you know, I and I, I have been to two or three, and have never seen that happen. Now I'm I, not now I'm not all over the place. I was just in my location where the can place I, that I worked at can had I a chime booth. in on this real yeah. quick. When I took my girls on vacation most recently there was a number of pride events that were going on in San Francisco. And we went to the California Academy of Sciences. And so, yeah, took, took my kids Golden Gate Park. And there were some pride things that were going on in the park. And downtown, there were also some pride things going on at the park that were not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Not acceptable at all. Not for anybody, not for Pride Fest or anything else. It was way too much. And that, were they, so I have, was it a part of the Pride Festival or was it separate? from the pride festival it were pride festival attendees that were doing their own thing that were not but the city wasn't going to do anything about it of course not not in san francisco are you kidding me so i i would not accept that in my home community but 
I'm not even going to tell you what was going on because I think we all have good enough imagination, yeah. right? Hey, Gordon, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. We'll take a break here. 208 336 pound 670 Andy Vrines and Wiles. A couple of people waiting. Stay right where you're at. Promise we'll get to you. Lots of emails to get to. What are your thoughts? Um, not necessarily just of Pride Fest because it's been going on for a long time. They have their permits in place and uh, legally allowed to be there. But uh, something new this year is uh, the Pride Fest's drag kids display that it's going to be going on at pride fest this year just getting your thoughts i mean this is a local community event that's been happening for a long time um go ahead and weigh in with your thoughts maybe you're for it maybe there's nothing that you think is wrong with this uh want to hear from you too 208-336-3700 the night at 10 it's michael knowles now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi 922-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, Rich and Boise. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, good morning. Well, you know, I, I'm i a little conflicted about these uh, some of these beauty pageants for these young girls, like that one that that John Monet Ramsey was in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm just uneasy about those for some reason. Uh and you know, and that would be my only feeling about the, having uh, this gay pride thing for eleven-year-olds. And I, I, just, I said that same thing to... uh, just a little bit ago. I said I, I have just as much of a problem, and I, I'm talking my opinion for my own kids, not anybody else's. But I would not take if I had kids or want my um, you know grandkids being taken and displayed in. You know, when they're five, six, I think John Bonet Ramsey was like six or seven years old at, at the time in a uh, child's beauty pageant either. Um, just the same as yeah, this. It's I, no different. They, they, I don't know why it just kind of bothers me. But as far as the uh, the undulating and the sexual atmosphere, uh, I haven't seen them in Boise, but in, you know, in bigger cities, in parades, they have these cheer groups and they're in little tight outfits. And they're being pretty damn suggestive, uh, too, you know. So, I mean, it, yeah, I, I, you don't hear these guys calling up and complaining about these 19, 20-year-old women dancing like that in these cheer groups. You know, so, I mean, they're, you know. But there's, they're, a, they're but there's a difference, Rich. They're, they're adults. You're talking 11-year-old versus no, no, a 19 no. or a 20-year-old. No, but the, but, but the, per- the person that was complaining about the people dancing at the gate. He wasn't talking about children. He was talking about gay pride. Okay, people I see what you mean. and dancing, and that goes on. Uh, and it's just, it's just the same thing. But it, that didn't bother him. Uh, the, the, the kids. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just think that even like, even like some of these teen beauty contests, you know. But that's. I'm not against it. I'm not putting it down. I just get I just get kind of an uneasy feeling when I see these uh, young kids in these. That's fair. Yeah, you know that's yeah. that's you totally know, I, fair. Uh, 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 you know, and I know that the parents think it's fun and they're just doing it for fun. They're not grooming anybody, and I know that the kids have fun. It's just I'm just. You know, I'm just kind of, I just feel kind of uneasy about it. Yeah. You know, well, I think there's, based on the social media election, uh, reflection that we saw yesterday, there's a lot of people that feel uneasy about it. Thank you for the phone call, uh, Rich. 
Um, Mark writes in, Mike, at KBY.com, why would any sane person go to or participate in such a messed up situation? I'm sorry, but in my world, this is just perverse, and I can't believe it is out in the open like it is now. Personally speaking, it's just my opinion, but I am being tired of told what I am to like or dislike. I'll decide for myself if I want to see kids, little kids, dressing up as drag queens. Yeah, I'm not going to go watch it. It's not for me. Nobody is forcing anybody to watch it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's the hate that I don't want to see. Yeah. The the hate that goes along with that. You get, you really need to just hold hold on to your your britches there for a second and why do you hate people that aren't like you so much? The funny thing to stop, me Stop hating on people. And we've heard it this morning. And that's why specifically I've asked a couple of people you know, they they explain, oh, I don't want, you know, you know, a pride fest going and doing this and seeing the people undulating and, and naked and acting sexual, you know, and acting sexually. And then I ask, have you ever been there to see this? And it's like, well, no, I've never been there. I've only heard. Well, if you haven't been there, you, first of all, you you don't know what's going on. None of none of that stuff in any one of the prides. I haven't been to everyone. But like I said, I've worked for a radio station and uh, we were there broadcasting. Never saw a naked person the entire time I was there. Never saw people undulating and acting acting sexual. Now, I wasn't, you know, in the entire place, but mm-hmm. from what I could see, and I can say that because I've been there, it's interesting that we get so many people commenting about what is going on that have never even been there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with, like I said, it's just the hate that seems to be accompanying a lot of this that, that bothers me. Bob, Nampa. What do you feel about the uh, kids' drag queen contest? <laughs> well, of course, I'm, against, I'm opposed to it. But, you know, there's nothing complicated about this. It's just simply an effort to make what most people consider to be a, an abhorrent lifestyle more acceptable. You know, it's just that's what this is about, pure and simple. And uh, I don't feel that it is a, well, a lifestyle that should be encouraged or is supported. Um What's the what's the main argument that people that say that they're gay? Why why are they that way? If they say they're born that way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly. Okay. Have you ever heard of an organization called NAMBLA, North American Man Boy Love Association? I have not. They say they say. Well, do a little research. I heard about it they in South Park that, once. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's for they real. They say that uh, it's perfectly fine to form men to have sex with boys as young as seven. Now, why is that okay? What they are pushing is, we were born that way. You should accept our lifestyle. Where have we heard that before? You know, it's just... This whole mindset is what's... And it's not just the homosexuality. It's all many of the other things that are destroying our country. Thank you for the and, call, Bob. Uh, We're up against a break here. we got to get to news. Uh, appreciate right. your thoughts, though, and appreciate you calling. Thank you very much. Much yeah. appreciated. Bye. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll uh, take more calls on the other side of news. A couple lines are open right now. You can also email Mike at KBOI.com. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. One of the uh, biggest pride festivals in the Northwest happens this weekend, right here in our little community, Boise, Idaho. Been going on for a long time. They had to take a couple years off, but COVID wouldn't spread. 
But it's back this year. It's back in September. And it's going on this weekend. I'm not asking you about Pride Fest and your thoughts because Pride Fest is going to continue. It's nothing illegal. It's They get all their per- permits and everything to uh, happen. Um, asking, though, about something new that is happening this year. Uh, it has to do with a kids drag queen display that will be going on during Pride Fest. Um, the uh, reaction when people were posting about it yesterday on social media was fast and furious. So we just thought we would ask you, um, what are, are your thoughts this morning? Tom and Emmett, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, guys. Hey, I have to compliment you. You have been rather uh, supportive of people having different ideas. Hey, I'm kind of questioning, you know, this idea that after all these mass shootings and stuff, we still have a culture that promotes getting kids' hands on guns as early as we can. I find that just a little bit obscene sometimes when you have six-year-olds shooting at shooting ranges and stuff. But uh, the bigger question is, why do we take on all these little issues? You know, the Democrats, he said, should be solving some problems. The ex The ex-president had all these documents and uh, some of them are missing, possibly state secrets that uh, was way beyond this. We're talking about some people dressing up in, in wigs and lipstick. But really, I think uh, the fact that some of these secrets could have got into our enemy's hands because uh, the ex-president had a tendency to think that anything that ever came across his desk was his for keeps. He's no longer the president. He's uh, pretty much split this country down the middle because instead of like being a real man, he could not accept the defeat. And so now we've got uh, people well, what, talking about taking up arms against this government because their uh, favorite person never got his way. And so I kind of wonder why we're talking about Pride Fest in Boise, but the radio station never fails that they go off on these little tangents because there's nobody going to be talking about the, the senators that voted against providing medical aid to the people that are in the military that are damaged because of the burn pits and stuff. But, you know, we, we're going to talk Tom, about the Tom, fight. Tom, Tom, do you listen to us yes. every day for four hours yep. in the morning and four hours in the afternoon? Then how, oh, some God, of the no. things that it, you're every, talking about there, not does, some of the things, discussed, every you know. single thing you have mentioned has been discussed over and over and over on this radio station. So when you say you guys don't discuss this and go off on your tangents, we've already discussed it over and over and over again. It's not anything that we haven't discussed. You just may not have been listening at the exact moment that we were discussing it. Which is fine. I know I, I know it's hard to listen to a radio station for eight straight hours a day or twelve straight hours a day because Dan Bongino has talked about it over and over and over again. And uh, also uh, Shapiro has also talked about it over and over again as of as of we. So it's not necessarily we're talking about one thing over the other. It's just something we've talked about many, many times. We have not talked about this. It's going on in our community. What you're talking about is important too, but it's going on at a national level. This is something going on in our backyard. So we thought it was a good thing to talk about today. And apparently based on the phone calls and emails, we may have been right. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, Tony Caldwell, good morning. You're on News Talk KVOI. Yeah, I just wanted to give my comments about that uh, uh, Bright Festival and all that. Uh, first of all, I don't really 
have any hate for any of those type of people. Uh, each to your own and everything. My belief is uh, in the beginning, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Um, they're dressing up with display, and what they believe in is no different than clowns in a circus. Um, it's I just don't believe that uh, little kids should be involved in stuff like that. So it's um, I don't think it's uh, hereditary, like they they say, or uh, something that they're that they're born with or nothing like that. I think it's a chemical imbalance in the noodle. Uh, that's that's what I believe because it's it's not normal. I mean, it's it's. Well, for you, it's that, not that normal. Might it, might, not it might be normal for them, but for you and I, and it's not normal. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Skeeter says, yeah. I don't want to hear any complaints anymore about bikini bars and strip clubs. You know what? <laughs> I don't think kids should be in bikini bars and strip clubs either. Just just so we're on the, the, the same level. Um, I think people also would have a problem if you did a bikini contest with 11-year-olds. I, yeah. I don't think anybody would yeah. be jumping in going, yay, this look, this is awesome. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. Kevin Caldwell, you're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. You know, I'm I'm a, more of a libertarian. I kind of believe people will do what they do, and, and I leave them alone. I want them to leave me alone, and we'll go from there. My whole thing about these things, I don't know much about them. I've read a lot of horrible things about them, but you know what? I haven't experienced it. I'm just going to be the judge after the fact. I'm sure there'll be plenty of people that will go to this thing that are opposed to it, and if something bad happens, we're going to hear about it. We're going to read about it. So, Well, I hope know, so. If, you know, I, if something bad happens, I hope, yeah, I hope so. Well, I hope that everything, you know, goes well, and it's, you know, it's peaceful and nice and not obscene and all that stuff. One thing that, like I, I told Nathaniel, that concerns me, we were shut down for two years over COVID. And then we have a government that throws this big thing out there about, oh, my gosh, we've got monkeypox. And here we, we know exactly, you know, why monkeypox happens and what's going on in the community and everything. You would think that something like this would not be allowed if the government was consistent on its policies because this is exactly how monkeypox gets spread. So... I well, now, 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 let's be specific I'll here. Be Pride festivals be. are not being spreading monkeypox. All right, there. I know what you're talking about. Um, consensual sex that is spreading it, but those aren't the only people that are getting monkeypox. I mean, there, there's a little bit of misinformation in your in your thoughts there. Can, can I, mean, I finish? He he is right <clears throat> though that the the for the most part the community that has had the right. most dealings no, with box has been the homosexual community, specifically men, because of unprotected sex. But that's, you know, no yeah, different than... Yeah, sure thing. Okay, so, you know, I just... It just seems to me that there's an inconsistency in our health organizations, and I just hope that when this has gone by that, you know, we can go back and we can reflect and look at what kind of rates of infection we've had after this event and maybe we can shed more light on how things happen and how things spread you know i'm sorry yes the pride event doesn't spread it it brings together a lot of people who are let's say a little freer in in the sexual ways right and, and i hope that they're all safe i hope they're all safe that's all okay that's good yeah thank you thank you for the call kevin appreciate it 
You I have I have a feeling that uh, you know the homosexual community overall LGBTQ is aware of what's going on with monkeypox. I think the the problem was they they didn't realize it was out there initially. Food for thought, rights. I, I mean, I hope so. I hope everybody will be all right. Um, I am straight. I've seen pride festivals, and I saw things both in the parade and around town that made me so uncomfortable I had to leave. I couldn't even imagine how a child must process what they are seeing, but it can't be healthy, not to mention drug use, which they seem to be exempt from as well. I don't know where you guys and the cops are looking, but there is plenty of inappropriate, even illegal things that have happened at these events and uh, beyond. Um. No name on this one says, this is so frustrating to me. Oh, Dylan. Sorry, Dylan writes in. This is so frustrating uh, to me. There is certainly an issue in this world regarding gender concerns. The big issue with this LGBTQ community boils it all down to just sex. There are confusing sexuality and sex. Do you take your kids to burlesque shows focused on sex? No matter your choice of gender, sex and kids is the doorstep to sexual abuse and sexual confusion leading to a mental disorder. There are They are sexualizing kids. That is wrong. I hope they are not dumb enough to put kids on stripper poles, as we are finding in some other Pride festivals. Boy, kids on stripper poles? Yeah, yeah I'm not in favor of not that. Not in favor of that. No. Um, Jeremy uh, writes in, no person in their right mind can pretend it's okay to push sexual acts on children under the guise of Pride. Leave our children alone. Pat writes, uh, Mike at KBY.com, I was shocked to learn that a similar event was recently held at a Kiwanis Park in Provo, Utah by an LGBT group from BYU and was advertised as a back-to-school celebration that was family-friendly and all for, and for all ages. This was in Provo, Utah, for crying out loud. Uh, Matt writes in, he's not happy with you and I, Rick. Uh, that isn't. Yeah, Rick does not represent what 90% of Idahoans believe in. His stance on this event in Boise is proof. You guys both have beliefs that are way off the majority here. I'm not it's, sure what he's talking about. I'm not either. I'm, I'm, I, are, are you saying that, I mean, my belief is if LGBTQ community wants to hold a Pride Fest, they're perfectly reasonable to be able to do that. They have been doing it for a They've long time. They've been doing it for years. They I go mean, through all the process of uh, getting documentation and uh, you know the agreement to do it, and they pay their fees to do it. Great. Bring that money know, into downtown Boise. Support the uh, community. Now, the kids thing, I don't, I don't support 11-year-olds no, in, a, in a drag contest. No. I don't. So I don't know. I'm I've with got you. more I'm thoughts. With you. I'm glad I don't, we have one more segment. I, I'm with you. I don't. I don't know what he was talking about. How we're not in the majority. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a quick break. Uh, one more segment, as Rick said, is on the way. Your final chance to weigh in coming up. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, last segment here getting through today. Pride Festival happening this weekend in downtown Boise. One of the new events uh, going to be going on during Pride Fest is a uh, children's drag show, 11 years old to 18 years old. Just taking your thoughts on what you think about that this morning. Uh, Sean in Boise, you live in Boise. Have you been to uh, Pride Fest in the past? No, I, I haven't. What are your thoughts on the uh, drag show, the children's drag show that's going to be going on this year? So, so, so this is the thing. I grew up in a small town, and, and 
there's a couple of my friends that were like guys that are gay now, you know, like they, at the time they were confused, you know, and we all kind of knew there was something different about them, you know what I mean? And then at an older age now, they've kind of, they've came out because back then, you know, when we were kids, you know, no one talked about it or anything. And they were probably ridiculed. They would have been ridiculed, Mm -hmm. right? Back in the day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And now, you know, they're living a good life and they're all having fun and, and doing their things, and and it just if it would have been easy, or if there was something like the gay pride parades and stuff, they could learn more about that stuff. But going on, you know, I'm straight, and we do we knew there was something, you know, like with these three guys that there was some something different, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if they would have been able to come out and yep and see something or meet other people that were involved into that kind of stuff had the same experience in my life as well you know people that i knew that you know they never could have come out when we were 17 18 19 years old because they would have been ridiculed and i would have been part of the problem i would have ridiculed them back in the day it took a long time for me to understand that they're just people nothing wrong with them what they just they're just people rick yeah there's a woman probably in, in your office right now that loves another woman, is in love with another woman. There's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. It's just love. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it, Sean. Fed Up writes, uh, you guys seem to want it both ways. Like this, hate that, but it's all bad. There is no good coming from this, and how come once again they are not defending themselves, not one color from the... Uh, entire listening world called to explain themselves. Well, I can probably tell you a little bit why, because, you know, we're a conservative talk show in a conservative city. Um, They're probably not really listening to us because a lot of times they're very liberal. Which is why I'm the only one, and you, and you, Mike. I mean, we're trying trying to stand up for the LGBTQ Don't be lumping me in with you, Rick. Oh, you're right. Don't want Mike to be a liberal, <laughs> crazy son of a gun. That Worthington. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm sorry I have to be that guy. Somebody's got to stand up for the LGBTQ community. They're, they're just people. Like I said. They're just a little different than you. Like I and said. being as, different is okay. As we are, you know, ending the show here today, don't have a problem with Pride Fest. Been going on a long time. Been there. I do have a problem with. Uh, oh, but you don't want your kid to take part in a in a in drag a, queen and a ki- children's drag show. Nothing I wouldn't wrong want, with that. Wouldn't want my kid taking part in a uh, bikini contest when she's eleven years old, twelve years old. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not going to happen. So there's there's the difference. I don't. I I just don't see the benefits of you know putting kids in that situation. So that's my feelings. Thank you for the phone calls and emails. Obviously has uh, touched You'll get a, hate mail about me later. Don't worry, Mike. <laughs> touched a, a little bit off today. Thanks a lot for participating in the show. We'll be back in tomorrow.